What's good, everybody, and welcome to Buddy Bag Podcast. I'm Chris Thomas, and with me, as always, Broke Writer Dave. How are we doing, everybody? I'm glad that we decided to do this particular episode because I needed a second to talk to some of the people out there real quick, David, especially the ladies, real quick. (laughs) Ladies, we here at Body Bag Podcast want to let you know we appreciate you. Yes, we do. We've had like a month of the month of female uh, like directors and the authors and uh, that whole thing. I think that was season two. We always do. We had like the month of uh, women directors. We've had top 10. You've had your top 10 villainesses. Yeah. I I like these definitive trying us trying to come with a definitive list. Yes. This is our top 10 or maybe top five, depending on if we can come to some kind of consensus favorite female actress performances in horror yes no real stipulations for this one it's basically it's a subjective thing and we're gonna see if we can like negotiate our top tens into one definitive top 10 and one definitive top five perhaps because i don't think we ever really debate on this you and me no we and that's kind of what i wanted these to be where we Give a little, t- give a little, take a little, and then be like, "All right, well, I think we can come down to this." Yeah. So um, last time, did we, was it just tit for tat? I gave one, you gave one. Yeah. Okay, so since uh, since I'm talking and hogging up the airtime, how about I go ahead and get us kicked off with my first one? Okay. And I guarantee you, they were probably going to have some overlap. Yeah. I'll just go ahead and say right now, my top five were a lot easier than the latter half because I feel like I'm gonna always be missing some important yeah things so so immediately number 10 I'm just gonna uh, it's kind of like a I, I've never really studied it but it's an important performance and that's Glenn Close and Fatal Attractions okay this was the I, I always hear about it or like I always think about the Bravo's top 100 whenever I think yeah. about Fatal Attractions and how funnily kind of like women empowering it was it was like oh it's Making men not cheat, keeping it in their pants and um, and and whatnot like that. This one's this one's kind of a. I feel I feel like I have to put this on my list. I, it would feel disrespectful if I didn't put this on the list. She might not be my absolute favorite performance. Like like I go to it every time, but I like I like to pay my respects where I think it's needed. So that's why it's firmly right there at the top at the number ten. I mean, I've never seen Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. It's probably why she's not on my list. For my number ten, I went with uh, Allison Williams from Get Out. Oh, okay. Oh, the uh, played it... Rose. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's kind of like yeah. a it's kind it's kind of a, two similar kind of performances in terms of it's they're pretending to be normal and then they are actually crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, this yeah. is a good. This is that's a good. Uh, ooh, you know that. So this is how we can do this with our, our top ten. So do you want us to list everything out and have them all on the table, or do you want to say this is my top ten, this is your top ten, and then we debate which one we think should have the ten spot? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've never seen Fatal Attraction, but I feel like that gets talked about more, has more lake power. So maybe yeah, Glenn Close should go at number ten for the. List. I've seen bits and pieces. I've never sat down and watched the entirety of it, but. It, it if we're talking our favorite like i've seen like the important bits especially you know you got the rabbit boiling scene you got her at the end spoiler alert like yeah. coming back but it's I, I like to give respects to stuff that i know like set off like oh man this like like this chick is crazy kind of like 
keeping men on their toes, as you would yeah. say. So if we're going to do it that way, we'll, we'll, we'll go like, all right, so you, we think that we should give number 10 to the Glenn Close Fatal Attraction spot? Yeah. As Although I did, uh, and I thought that your uh, your entry was super attractive too, which is why I was I was sitting there like, man, I kind of want to give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's all right. So now uh, we're going with number nine, then. Yeah. So our definitive number ten, Glenn Close Fatal Attractions, kind of. We'll we'll say that's an honorary title, honorary respect given. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. I'm going recent with this. I'm going to go with Mia Goth and X. Okay. All right. Because she played both her and uh, Pearl, correct? Yes. All, you know, Mia, Mia Goth is blowing up right now. Her and Jenna Ortega. Yeah, she is really blown up. I didn't even put her on the list. I, I wanted to put somebody more recent on the list because a lot of mine are like paying homage to the classics, but I wanted to give a little shout to some new blood. See, I got someone more recent on the list, but a little bit higher up. But Right uh, now for number nine, I have uh, Linda Blair from The Exorcist. Oh, well, I mean, she's going to have to. I mean, that's that's a... I mean, the performance alone has terrorized many people, like, given so yeah. many people nightmares. Yeah. Is she on your list anywhere? Or? You know, that's why I like having top tens, like, uh, collaborative top tens, because she was not on my list. Yeah. Because yeah, I so, knew I was going to forget someone. Yeah, dude, at the age that, I don't know exactly the age when she was playing that role, but very young. And all the stuff that was going on with that production and still, yeah. you know, gave the performance, yeah. I, I uh, bummer. Mia Goth won't make the list, but Linda Blair has to. Um, yeah, we come back and do this a couple years from now. She will probably be on it. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I haven't seen Infinity Pool yet, and I, know she, and I know she's I in that. I haven't seen Pearl yet either. So um, that might th- those will have to be for our summer of seek or season of sequel. We'll have to yeah. watch Pearl, but um, thought she deserved a mention. Yeah, definitely. All right, so so far it is number ten. Glenn, Glenn Close, Close from Fatal Fatal Attractions and number nine, mm-hmm. Linda Blair. Linda Blair from The Exorcist. All right, so number eight, and this is why I like these lists too, is that they're all subjective. Yeah. So, because my number eight is, I, for some reason, I always uh, get her name swapped. It's Carla Gu, uh, Gugino from uh, Gerald's Game. Okay, from Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game from uh, the Mike Flanagan movie. Yeah. I just saw that within this past year uh, for the first time. I, I had seen it recommended a, b- a bunch of times when I watched it for the first time. It all takes place in one location. It's it's a good watch. It's very dialogue heavy, um, very tense. So it might not be a lot of people's cup of tea. A lot of people might like more like hack and slash in their horror, but this is a psychological horror movie. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the movie too much. Well, I I I I really did. I I like uh, I like a good dialogue heavy movie sometimes. Yeah, I mean her performance was good, but well, again, all yeah. of this subjective. So what was but what was yours? What was your eight? Uh, I went with uh, Isabel Furman from The Orphan. Hmm. A twelve-year-old playing a thirty-three-year-old pretending to be nine years old. Uh, but, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was a. Th- How old was she when she uh, did The Orphan? When they filmed it, uh, she was 12 years old. So she was a 12-year-old pl- pretending to be a 30-year-old playing a 12-year-old. Yeah, she was 12 years old. The character in the movie was a 33-year-old pretending to be a 9-year-old. 
See, the thing is, like, I, I can't remember. Orphan was so long ago, I can't even remember if I sat and watched it all the way through. Um, I mean, I know all the stuff that happens, but I don't know if I just don't have a, a recollection of sitting down and just finishing it. Well, I mean, I, but I, ha- but I do and I don't. <laughs> but see, I did it this year because the first kill came out. Well, like last year, yeah. Yeah. So this is a tough one because Orphan was just kind of bland to me. Yeah. So, uh, so you've never you said you don't you didn't like Gerald's game, and I say the orphan's kind of bleh. But the performances we can both say were good. Yeah, I think like if you're gonna go Carla Gudiano, I think your performance in uh, the Haunting of Hill House is way better. Uh, I mean, I don't know about that because in Gerald's game, she has to carry pretty much an entire movie yeah. movie on her on her own. This is tough though, um, but. Uh, I'll, I, I'm willing to give it to Orphan because it's a little bit more well known, and uh, I did say I wanted to get some younger blood in it, and 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 uh, in here for some of the list, and you know, being a kid, you know, I I she yeah. she seems like it, she wasn't annoying. She played her part very well, especially for a young kid. Yeah, I so. think she did a great job with that role. Definitely deserves a shout out. So I'll, I'll I'm willing to give that up. Okay. Like, because I even said Gerald's game is not everybody's cup of tea. It yeah. happens to be mine, so maybe yeah. Orphan's a little bit more kind of like acceptable to like more audience. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wait, seven. Seven. Yep. This, this might be a cheat thing, but I was gonna say Sarah Paulson in American Horror Story. Okay. But it's kind of weird because it's an anthology and and people play different. Yeah, I'm, it's hard. Like, so do you have so, a certain role? So I'm just going to say, as Cordelia Good, the 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 um, big bad witch, the uh, I, I think that was Cordelia Good. Let me because her last name is Good. Give me one second. I, I need to verify that. Yes, Cordelia Good. She's the uh, headmistress of Miss Robuchot's Academy of Exceptional Young Ladies, and she's the witch supreme. Um, but yeah, throughout, yeah, throughout the entire series, I've always it was Kathy Bates and Sarah Paulson who I liked seeing on screen. Oh, well, no, every all the females and actually the entire cast is uh, the recurring cast and repeat characters are really really good. So, but uh, Sarah Paulson is in pretty much every season. Um, uh, so she gets you know she puts in some work. So yeah, she's up there. For my seven, I went with uh, someone really recent, Anya Taylor Joy from The Menu. Fuck, oh, man. Uh, it's like, I yeah, guess that is. This is hard because I really do like Sarah Paulson. In that is it. Too, is it? Yeah. Is the menu considered? A, I call consider that a dark comedy. Uh, but is it considered a horror? Uh, it's considered horror comedy. It's because it was funny because I was going to put Anya Taylor Joy from Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Or, or I was no, I was either going to put her or I was going to put the. Uh, the actress, oh, her name escapes me. The act, the other main actress. Yeah. See, I had that decision too. I was like, ah. but in Last Night in Soho, she was more of a supporting actress. Yeah. So I would have given the menu, it to. She's more of a the starring. Yeah. Role. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm gonna. I mean, as much I really do love the menu. Yeah. Um. This is a tough one right here. Like, oh. Because, because, but Sarah Paulson, like, I, I, she really is, uh, you know, enjoyable on the American Horror Story show. Yeah. But man, I, I have it on 
record for me saying that so far the menu's been my favorite movie this year so far. But I think that's but I think for me that was mostly mostly because of Ray Fiennes. Anya Taylor Joy is great, but Ray yeah, Fiennes steals Ray, the show. They played really well off yeah. each other in that movie. Yes, they played fantastically off of each other. Okay, how about this? Yeah. We put Sarah Paulson at seven. Yes. And then we take Isabel Furman off and put Anya Taylor Joy at eight. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. Okay. Yeah. That was tough to make right there. We both had good choices. I like because I I like Andy. Uh, she's a really good actress. I uh, I don't think she's I've seen killing it right now. Yeah. I I don't think I've seen her in anything. Well, I haven't seen New Mutants, but so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, outside she, of New Mutants, she's been good in almost everything she's in. All right, I'm glad we were able to compromise on that one. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're down, up to six now. Yep. All right, I had to give this. I as, as much as I did not like it. Well, no. For this one, I want you to give me yours first. For six, yeah, I went with uh, Nev Campbell from Scream. See, I think I have a. St- I think that I have a strong contender to to not have Sydney on here. Uh, with mine. Which one do you have? I was saying either, it was either going to be Ruth or Meg from The Girl Next Door. Oh, that's because that, very few movies make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, like, like just in my own skin, like, man, I just feel just gross watching this. Yeah, but um, so I, I out of respect, I mean, I had to give it to a, a spot on the list because I, you know, not a lot of movies can. I mean, I've watched, uh, you know, Saw, Got Hostel, it. Human Let's... Centipede, all that business, but this just made me feel like uh, uncomfortable in my skin. Really did, but. So, I mean, I was thinking, who would I, who would I give it to? Either Ruth, who was Blanche Baker, and the one who was doing the torturing, or Meg, who was the girl getting tortured, because that lady, like I mean, I was like, man, like her and the woman from the Mist, just are the, like two actresses' performances where I was like, man, I hate you. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I, I didn't even think about that movie. Oh, that one's another. I'm uncomfortable right now. That's another one where I had to be like this. I mean, I had to not move. Many movies can do it, so I had to be on the list. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you as much as I don't want to, but but sit and and that's why Sydney Prescott. When you said, I was like, oh man, I was like, because I, I don't want to see Sydney Prescott not on the list. Yeah. Oh. Well, put her off to the side and let's see if maybe we can swap her out with somebody. Yeah, down the, the down the line. Put her yeah. off to the side for a moment. Yeah, and who was the actress that played Ruth? Uh, Blanche Baker. Blanche Baker. Okay. Blanche Baker at number six. Oh God, I'm just uncomfortable thinking about that movie. Yeah, and and then not being able to to uh, talk about it because we yeah. the the person <laughs> ducked out. I was like, oh man, oh, God, we watched that for no reason. I still remember that the first time we were about to record, I realized I watched the wrong movie, and I watched Life's House on the Left, mm-hmm. which is also a pretty uncomfortable movie to watch, but, oh, all right. So where are we at, five now? We are at the top five. Top five. And then we have the, then we'll look over this list and see if we wanted to do any swap outs. Yeah. Or see if we want to, like, okay. So for my number five, I would have to say Jodie Foster from Silence of the Lambs. Oh, that's a good choice. Um, would you think Silence of the Lambs? You mostly think of Buffalo Bill and Anthony Hopkins, yeah. but but I mean, 
they play very uh, uh jodie foster plays very well as a contrast to them you know she's very i think, prof- I, I, think you know. I have you beat on this one though okay sissy spacek from carrie you know carrie was gonna make my list at one point yeah i think she absolutely crushed the role of carrie white bringing that stephen king creation to life mm-hmm. and like you said when people think of silence of the lamb they think of buffalo bill no lecter well, when you think Carrie, you think Carrie, so... Well, I mean, the movie's named Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but for Silence of the Lambs, I mean, her. I, I would say I enjoy her performance, but her performance makes the other performances stand out. Yeah. Because she is supposed to very much be the, you know, the... She's at the top. She's, you know, following leads and stuff like that, but yeah. but she does a great job at it. Yeah. But I think, but, like I said, yeah. her. I think her performance... Is is great to make the other performances stand out more. So I, I can agree with that, and I'll and I'm and I can say yeah, you can go ahead and take that spot for uh, yeah. for for because uh, I, I was gonna have her on the list too. I, I mean, no disrespect, Jodie Foster she did a great job of that movie. But... <laughs> Hashtag Dave hates Jodie Foster. <laughs> yeah, let's get that trending. <laughs> uh, all right, all right so, so all right, that was easy. Yeah, carry it number five. To the top four. All right, this is where we're probably going to have some overlap. Yeah. Um, I already like paying homage, like I said. So number four, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I actually have Jamie Lee Curtis a little bit higher on the list. So. Uh, so who who is uh who do what you have this for? What performance do you have her for though? For her, for Halloween. I have it for H two O because I think she was actually better in that one. So, so okay, so wait, so who do you have for four? Or I have a Heather Langenkamp from Nightmare on Elm Street. See, this is where it's going to start getting messy. Yeah. So you think that... All right, so how, how about this? How about we lay out... All right, I say my number this, you say your number this, and it's, let's get our five out in the open and then negotiate where we think they should go. Okay. All right, so uh, I said, so my five was... That was Jodie Foster, and yours was Carrie, right? Yeah. Four, I said Jamie Lee Curtis, you say Heather Langenkamp. Three, I say Sigourney Weaver and Aliens. Same. Oh, we both have the same number three? Yeah. Oh, excellent. So we don't have to negotiate on that one. No. She that is exactly where she belongs, right there. Yeah. Uh number two for me was Oh, uh Janet Lee from uh Psycho. Okay, I have Jamie Lee Curtis from H2O. All right, and then number one for me was Eva Green, just being Eva Green. Just, just kidding. <laughs> Mine was number. <laughs> I had to put Eva Green on there because she's, you know, she's my girl. Yeah. Um, Kathy Bates has to have number one for me. Yeah, Kathy Bates' misery is number one. Misery. Sure, yeah. When I said let's do a top ten actress performances, you immediately thought of Kathy Bates. I'm sure, like the second I said it, almost immediately was. So the I was like, I was like, all right, well, number one, I already know what number one is. So uh, now I just need to think of all the rest. <laughs> so, yeah. so we have a, we have a number one and number three, the same thing. Yeah. So we're only uh, negotiating uh, what number two and number four. Two and four. Yeah. And then seeing if Nave Campbell can squeeze her way into somehow overtaking. Uh, I would think. Uh, I have Janet Lee as two. And who did you say is number two for you? I have Jamie Lee Curtis. And you said for H2O. I mean, you can go either performance, but both. I think she was just a little bit better H2O than Halloween. I mean, we have to have Janet Lee. I mean, the psycho 
bathroom kill is like freaking iconic. But then sure, again, yeah. uh, I mean, if we're talking performances, uh, I mean, I'm willing to go with Jamie Lee Curtis two and then Janet Lee four. So Jamie Lee Curtis would be number two and Janet Lee would be four. Yeah, I'm cool with that. So what? So what? What is our entire top ten? All right. So so we got Glenn Close at ten, Linda Blair at nine, Anya Taylor Joy at eight, Sarah Paulson at seven. Blanche Barker at six, Sissy Spacek at five, Janet Lee at four, Sigourney Weaver at three, Jamie Lee Curtis at two, and then Kathy Bates at one. I'm happy with this list. Yeah, I feel like it's a pretty good list. I think there was enough from both sides. Yeah, I like how <laughs> we got the top three, two of the three we agree on. <laughs> not, not, not that this list means anything about anything, it's just two dudes' opinions. <laughs> yeah. But I do like these... I do like these back and forths of yeah. of trying to make a single list. Single list, yeah. So I chose actresses' performances. You get to. You want to go ahead and make our next. Uh, what our next top ten is going to be? Uh, let's go actors. Just actor performances. Yeah, we did actresses. Let's move it over to actors now. <laughs> a little something for the fellas. Well, something for the guys, for the boys, <laughs> for the for the for the for the boys out there, for the bro, <laughs> yeah, for the broskies, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just felt gross saying it like that way. <laughs> yeah. So that that's uh, that, that that'll be uh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Oh, I but, feel like that one we're gonna be completely different on too. Oh yeah, um, yeah. but we're just. We're reaching the near the end here of uh, our season of bad movies. Yeah, I don't know what we're gonna be doing next season, but um, as of right now, what's your from all the ones we've watched? What is your least favorite one that we've watched so far for this season? Least favorite one? Oh, that's a dumb question. I just, <laughs> I, of course, it's. No, I'll always know what you did last summer. Yeah. Yeah, I I actually just watched uh, Urban Legend Final Cuts today. Oh, spoilers! It, That's what we're reviewing next. <laughs> yeah, it's decent. I don't get what all hate was about, about that movie, but are you? Are, was it the? Was it the? Are you sure you watched the right one? Yeah, I watched the first one last night. Mm-hmm. Average, decent movie. Then I watched the second one this morning, and you said not bad. Yeah. All right, well, I guess I'll have to try to bring the hate because I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, it, I mean, it was a little boring at parts, but... That's a little prelude to which uh, you're going to be saying for next episode. But in yeah. the meantime, I'm going to get my list out and start trying to make this top 10 list. But to every one of all of our followers who follow us, thank you. We appreciate you. Love you. Big preach. I've been Chris Thomas and with me, Broke Rider Dave. Have a good week, everybody. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Body Bag Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about. And while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.